Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This is TV worth talking about. You didn't float up the wagon on a bubble. I'm veering towards muffins. Stop making a turkey self and piss off. This is Shrine of Duty. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And for anyone who's just joining us, well, where have you been? And I thought I'd just do a little reset. You know, like those, um, the recaps. Was it in Homeland where it was like previously on Homeland, but it was like the same length as the entire show? Yeah, they do that on Real Housewives. I sometimes skip seasons and then watch the last episode's recap. Well, I'm just going to refresh all of our memories, including my own. So we are three friends, broadca- broadcasters, can you tell? <laughs> And great telly fans uh, who first dipped our toe into the podcasting world all the way back in the olden times of 2019. It was 2019. We were very ahead of the time. We were, weren't they? Was before everyone had a podcast. Uh, So we restarted. Stop throwing shade at the listeners. I'm throwing shade at ourselves. So we started by recapping uh, series five of Line of Duty, and since then. We've covered Series 6, we've covered Vigil, (laughs) Dublin Murders and uh, the lest we uh, forget uh, Big Little Lies Season 2. And we also went back and covered every season of Line of Duty during the pandemic and we found out that Steve, uh, someone shot in Steve's car. We did, we did. It's been a journey. Uh, (laughs) Since then we've been called irreverent in The Guardian, frequently hilarious in variety and Hannah's R. Craig's mom's breed as stunning homewares and artwork featured in the background (laughs) of our appearances on BBC Breakfast. Michael Murphy, is that it? Was that the artiste, (laughs) Hannah? Is it my gum? Yeah, the RT is exactly yeah, that him. Uh, so look, we will revert to our usual format for big shows that we love, like Vigil, Happy Valley, Line of Duty 7, and anything else that we see fit. But these weekly catch-ups will take a more, if it's possible, relaxed form. <laughs> 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 so yeah we're going to have loads of different features every week we're going to hear from friends of the podcast and uh, we'd love to hear from you as well so you can always contact us in the usual ways we are at Shrine Pod now before we start talking shite guys I have some massive news about Line of Duty that I have to share with you both please are you ready for this I don't think so I don't so. know guys I think there is actually going to be a season 7 because Adrian Dunbar Shut was up. hinting at it this week right so he was back in Fermanagh this week he was actually asked to be um, an ambassador for his local GAA team which are called the Enniskillen Gales right so anyway Belfast Live were there interviewing him I believe and they were like what's the crack with the line of duty like are you coming back people love it and this is exactly what he said right are you ready Go for on. this ready I'm not doing do an the accent. accent no I'm not 
He said, I think we might be doing something next year, fingers crossed. There is scope for more, definitely. And there is a bit of a cliffhanger there. It was concluded, you know, the way some people felt. Um, you know, some people felt, is there going to be more? Yeah. Is there something more out there? There's always been uh, something else out there, hasn't there, really? Anyway, oh. something else is going to happen and it's going to happen next year. But what it is, I have no idea. And he says he hasn't seen a script. No one told him anything, but he does hope it happens because he wants to be back in Belfast. Um, and he was saying kind of when they were filming Series 6, they had COVID going on so they weren't able to hang out and have fun because they had to stay in a little bubble. So we said it was a bit restrictive. But anyway... Next year, something is happening with Line of Duty Season 7. 2023, we're probably going to get Trigger Point Season 2, Vigil Season 2 and Line of Duty <sighs> Season 7. Lads will be flat out. The words there Guys, from I Adrian Dunbar. Think, are, I don't think Adrian Dunbar was meant to say that to Belfast Live at the side <sighs> of a GAA match. Yeah, I think that always with the Line of Duty, it's everything is very planned and prepared. Even like flippant remarks like this at the side of a GAA pitch. But I don't know. The words there though are something else is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So like that's, that line is confirmation. Christmas special maybe? Give, just give us a series. Yeah, we need a whole Spin series. off. Yeah, we need to see this. Like, they could do so many spin-offs, but I think we're going to see season seven. I'm actually convinced. Yeah. Yeah. I said before, didn't I, that uh, my mom bought her first little runaround car off Adrian Dunbar's sister, Madeline. Lovely woman. That's how small are. Yeah, and didn't you have another weird connection with him? Yeah, I just... One of us did. I don't know, but I think I just remembered, and I don't know if this is correct. The car thing definitely is. But our family dog that we had for 13 years, Benji... This is it. Yeah, I think came via... (laughs) Adrian Dunbar's Stop sister I think so I actually must ask my mom about that I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that but the car definitely did Benji's it's just so too Irish it's yeah. too Irish it's, it really is a small island so anyway guys Line of Duty's coming back hopefully Adrian Dunbar's up for it Martin Comston previously said, said in an interview as well that he was up for it as well so we're yeah. sucking diesel we're sucking diesel guys I think we're going to be flat out and I'm I, do you know what I just have this weird sense that they're going to announce something about bodyguards soon because it's been so long, I think we're going to be flat to the mat now, 23. World Productions, like Jesus Christ, they're going to be flat out. Bodyguard, Vigil Season 2 and Line of Duty Season yeah, 7. We're lot. just make, we're making half of this up, but yeah, like if it is, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, will be absolutely Wouldn't be like us. Um, Hannah, are you excited? Yeah. Do you want are you to, going to talk to well, me Well, I mean, we, you can't, we're afraid to speak, but do you want to tell people what's happening this weekend? I'm going on my hen this weekend. Oh my God. And I'll tell you now, right? All I've, my only involvement in this hen, because I have amazing bridesmaids, I sent them a list of who I think should be invited. And I have received no other information since. I still don't know. Like, there's people, I was talking to people at the weekend, and I like don't know how to like exit the conversation. I don't know if they're going. I don't know if they're not. I know Brandon and Rebecca. Well, I was just about to joke and say, did you not put us on that invite list? But no, we are going. We are. Of course we are. I have to be ready at half four on Friday. And guys, that's all I know. And I'm telling you, my WhatsApp is like tumbleweed. No one will say two words. <laughs> well, Hannah, the actual hen WhatsApp group is oh. lit, is Hopping. the only way to describe it. There's so many people in it. The, the crack is mighty already. We don't know the people and we love them already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, I can't wait for everyone to meet you and you to meet everyone. You're all going to love each other and we're going to get bananas. But I'm literally that, you know, that meme is from Narcos where your man is like standing in the empty swimming pool and he's sitting on the swing by himself. (laughs) Is that where that meme is from? No way. Um, Hannah, so the next time we do the podcast, we will have all gone on your hen and had an absolute hoolie. 
the next time we do the podcast, we won't be able to string a sentence no, together. No, not a voice got, between having us. Having to do it a day early as well. So we'll be hanging, hanging together. <laughs> well, we're so excited. Yeah, I cannot wait. And I'm just, I, we, I think we have to move off this now because I'm just afraid Yeah, well, I don't want to say yeah, anything. Like, cough it up, guys. Come on, give yeah. something away. We're saying no more, but next week uh, we will be able to talk in detail about Hannah's hen that was meant to happen in 2021 and is now happening in 2022. Are we going to Belfast? Are we going to stand outside AC Travel? We are going to do the line of duty tour. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah. Cracked Mm -hmm. it. Uh, (laughs) Right, so every week on uh, Shrine of Telly, we're going to talk about our big show of the week. Some weeks, we may have a big show each. We might all be watching different things. Sometimes there could be a bit of a crossover. Sometimes we might all be watching the same thing. Yeah. Reb, do you want to kick off with your big show of the week this week? Okay, guys. big show of the week? My big show of the week is Conversations with Friends, right? We all knew this was coming because once normal people went global, they had to turn Sally Rooney's other book into a TV series, right? So the crack with this is, is that it's made by the same people who did normal people. So it's Element Pictures. They also did like The Favourite and Room and all that. Everything they make is perfection. And Emer O'Shea, who was a guest on the podcast before Quarantelli, a friend of mine from college, Uh, Emer works for Element and I mean the talent in there world class right anyway um, Element Pictures have done it it's based on Sally Rooney's book directed by Lenny Abrahamson and the episodes there's actually 12 in total and they're all around 30 minutes each and I think we love um, normal people and we like conversations with friends is because it's all set in Dublin So it's where we know and love, right? So this uh, story follows two friends and exes called Francis and Bobby. They're played by Alison Oliver and Sasha Lane and they both study at Trinity now and they're mad into into the poetry, right? But they actually perform their poetry. Yes. Together, okay? Very well. So they're performing their poetry one night and they see a woman in the audience called Melissa. Now, Melissa is a semi-famous author, right? Melissa befriends them. Then they get introduced to Melissa's husband, Nick, who's also kind of famous. Um, He is in, like, plays and whatnot. Anyway, Nick is played by Joe Alwyn, who is Taylor Swift's boyfriend, and he was also in The Favourite. And um, Melissa is played by Jemima Kirk, who was in Girls and was in Sex Education. I think she might have been the new head teacher in the most recent season of Sex Education. I haven't actually seen it. Sorry, I yeah, actually sound it. really sick because I have a sinus infection after having COVID. So I do sound a bit weird. I think than it's normal. sultry. Thanks, I don't. That's just the phlegm. Anyway. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, so yeah, I, the first two episodes actually were released um, this week. So I think they've put everything up on the BBC iPlayer that we still don't have. And it's on Hulu as well in the <laughs> US. Is. But um, uh, they're releasing two episodes a week on RTE, which is uh, Irish in Ireland. Um, so I've the first two episodes and I have to say guys I'm loving it right the thing about normal people was like some stuff did happen but it's slow conversations with friends is actually a bit slower than normal people it's not a coming of age story it's more of a I don't know what I'd describe it as I think it's more about relationships and sexuality Mm-hmm. You know, rather than your first relationship, it's more about exploration, discovering yourself, all that jazz. So um, basically the two, like the ex-couple and the current couple, all get intertwined is how I would describe it. Limbs everywhere. Yeah. So in um, the first like two episodes, you start to see those bonds forming and whatnot. The sexual tension is rife and you can really feel the yearning of the forbidden fruit. So I'm looking forward to watching <laughs> conversations with friends every week. And uh, the beauty of it is it showcases Dublin but um, not much happens and um, 
It's a slow burn, but I, in a good way. I don't have much more to say, and yeah. that's the beauty of it. Yeah. You don't need to really concentrate a huge amount, and it's more about relationship rather than heavy dialogue. It's very moody. It is very moody. Yeah. And the Irish Sea, now I wouldn't get in it, but it looked good in the, in the programme. In C, yeah, they were in C point, yeah, which like, is where I used to go during lockdown. But after one too many eye infections, I no longer dipped my head. I just Jesus. kept my head above water. I was actually watching them in there. I was like, "Be careful of the pink eye." Yeah. Um, so anyway, conversation with friends. Two episodes a week airing now, or you can watch it all on the iPlayer and listen. I mean, it's Sally Rooney, Element Pictures, Lenny Abrahamson. I mean, you don't want to miss this. Yeah, stunning, stunning stuff. Um, Hannah, you and me have the same big show of the week this week. Snap, Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls, the season finale last night. Okay, well, let's, will we put a warning in if you haven't seen it? So, yeah. Yeah, for context as well, last night's episode was the penultimate episode. The season finale is actually airing tonight because we're yeah. recording this podcast on Wednesday. Yeah. So there's an hour-long special that's tonight there that is. I think is going to yes. wrap up all the storylines. Yeah. They're skipping a year ahead for that. So look, if you haven't watched Dairy Girls, first of all, what is wrong with you? Stop listening to this. Run to your nearest television or device. Skip ahead a few minutes. We'll put it in the show notes when we have finished talking about it because I really want to get into what happened last night because I went to bed balling. Same. Uh, I only just got to watch it in the last kind of couple of hours, but it was so, so good. So like what I've loved just about this, this, I guess, series as a show and this season in particular is just the the way that Lisa McGee writes. And it's this, it's... It's hilarious and heartbreaking, like at the exact yeah. same time. And like characters like Aunt Sarah for me, even in this season, has oh. just come on even funnier than she was before. And I'm sorry, I actually don't know the name of the actress who plays her, but she is incredible. Hilarious. She is so deadpan and so aloof. Like she's just, everything that comes out of her mouth, you just really need to pay attention to. Um, obviously, um, Sister Michael, who's played by Siobhan McSweeney, is also Hilarious, iconic. Yeah, and you know she's on crutches in this season, in the third, uh, third and final season. But she's actually on. She was on crutches in real life when they were filming this, so they just wrote it into the show as part of it, which I think is hilarious. Um, she really badly broke her leg. Is that what happened? Love her. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. And uh, the relationship between Tommy Tiernan and the dad is so funny. Oh, like I it's love just the granddad. It's so good. And the ca- the cat. Yeah. And now, do you know if you love that granddad? Um, his surname is McElhenney. I can't think of his first name. He's also in The Split. He plays Prof Ronnie. Stop it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, and guys, he's in Bloodlands as well. Is he in Bloodlands? Yeah, he's in Bloodlands. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, so I'm absolutely loving Derry Girls. Loved the final episode. Well, the second so- semi final episode of uh, season three last night. Very emotional ending. Very mm-hmm. emotional ending. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see us fast forward to the night of the Good, Fr- Good Friday Agreement tonight which is going to be an hour long. As you said, Brendan, all of the best comedies, well, all my favourites really dance that fine line between absolutely hilarious, but they can do those emotional moments so well. And they're almost more hard hitting because you're not used to feeling sad towards those characters. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like there's a shot, which I just think was so beautiful of them all dressed up in their angel costumes. Yeah. And which one is it that does the big hug around yeah, the group Yeah, I think the it's, um, oh, the girl with the long curly hair. What's, why can't I think of the character's name? Um, I had a lump in my throat. Yeah, and the wings just come just, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, a, yeah. It was Orla, a beautiful it's Orla. episode. It's Orla. It's Orla. It's played by uh, Louisa Harland. Yeah. And also, shout out to Tommy Tiernan. I think he's been so 
funny this season, but he's also in conversations with yeah. friends. Yeah. And he almost had me crying at the second episode of yeah. Conversations with Friends. There's like yeah. one shot that he draws, one look to the camera as his daughter leaves his house. And I was nearly bawling. He mm-hmm. is just killing it. Yeah, there yeah. was so many... Um, unspoken words in that scene between those two in conversations with friends like it was so quiet and so still but that's how relationships are you don't have these big DMCs with your dad who's a bit of an arse or you have a bit of a strained relationship you don't do that you both sit there and go hey hey and then that's it do you know what I mean things are left unsaid Sally really does that best like you'll hear a lot of people call her shows maybe like too slow paced for me or like not enough going on but it's all in the silences and the looks Mm -hmm. and the what's not said um, which makes it so intriguing and yeah so Derry Girls we're getting an hour long special tonight in our in our universe in our time uh, where they're going to jump a year ahead so obviously we're going to see maybe how the girls have dealt with what happened at the end of last night's episode and we're going to finish on the Good Friday Agreement which is what they always said that they would do yeah yeah. I really hope that we get to see kind of Aaron and James I hope that that kind yes. of you know loved that yeah I really hope that, that 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 full circle moment like happens and what did he say to, she said to him no he said I'll wait for you to her yeah in that episode yeah it's been and such, Michelle was just yeah. horrified it's just been horrified. so funny and so amazing that really it's it's such a accurate depiction of what it's like growing up as a young woman or a young guy in general it just captured it so well and the music is oh my god the music. You took the words out of my mouth. The music in both shows. Yeah, the loads soundtrack, of Irish yeah. artists featured in conversations with friends as well. They've done a really big push to feature a lot of Dublin based and a lot of Irish based artists, but also the music in Dairy Girls. You just actually can't beat it. Oh, you can't. It's 10 out of 10. Um, and I'm going to really miss watching Dairy Girls. I kind of feel like going back and watching the first two seasons. I only actually ever watched them during one of the lockdowns. I was very late to the party. Um, but I'm really going to miss it. But I do feel like they're really teeing up a Dairy Girls movie. Yeah, I hope so. I like it's it will be perfect. Because you know, so the finale episode, the hour long one tonight is going to be a year after the events of the previous episode, but it's also them going into I think their final year in school. Okay. And I'm kind of thinking is the movie going to be them the leaving college school? Years. You know, like the in-betweeners, the summer yeah, before yeah, you yeah, go into college, yeah. will they do it like that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think we I'd love are to see that. 100% getting a movie. I think that's a great show. Yeah. I wonder are we getting our Nadine Coyle cameo in the hour long special tonight? Mm. And also, guys, we know that that fat boy Slim, like Norman Cook said that he is in it. Well he was in last night. He did a bit to the to the TV. It was like a Vox pop kind of thing. Ah stop. But then it was definitely like a fake actor doing the arms in the, the air fake thing. Silhouette. Guys, I yeah, missed that. Yeah. Definitely a Would fake you call that a cameo? No, I know kind of, it was yeah. brief, wasn't it? Right. Um what now, I was gonna say what else have we been watching, but I know there is something that definitely Reb watched for the first time and I rewatched recently. Hannah, I don't know if you did rewatch it. I can't remember. But is it the split? No, it's not the split. The missing. Oh my god! So I, I watched it all. I never rewatched. Right. Well, I rewatched this over Easter because I went to my mom's house for Easter, and we were just looking for something to watch. And I was like, "Oh, we can watch the missing because that's definitely something you'd be into." I was like, "I have seen it, but I don't really remember the ins of the outs." Now, guys, to say that I had, it was like Men in Black had come along and like wiped my memory. I couldn't. <laughs> I had no idea what happened. You're I was good. I was as shocked as she was when everything like was revealed. I had no idea what happened. So I rewatched season one of The Missing and thoroughly enjoyed it for the second time. 
Oh my God. So I obviously am late. I'm just very late to the party. I was late to the party with Line of Duty as well. I'm not going to pretend because I just then I'm like, oh, listen, if people go on about something long enough, I will eventually watch it. <laughs> so I had heard you guys talk about The Missing before and I think we'd gone over to Brendan's house one Sunday evening when Baptiste started. Yeah. But we'd missed the first episode of Baptiste. Yeah, I didn't press series So I record. watched Baptiste season one episode You'll never two, leave it down. Yeah. And I didn't understand what was going on. But now I love Baptiste. Yeah. That man needs well, to Well, just to explain break, quickly, though. Baptiste is the detective in The Missing who got his yes. own spin-off show which I mean wasn't great was it not? Ah, wasn't great no right well now because t- I miss the man so I feel like I need to watch it but anyway season one was so strong so myself and Brendan do a morning breakfast show uh, radio show and I kept staying up late every single night watching The Missing I watched the first season in about three days and then I watched season two right so the first season obviously Jimmy Nesbitt's in it and his son goes missing while on holidays in France so there's a lot of twists and turns pre-hair transplant Hannah yeah 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 and it's just fantastic. It, I think yeah. the missing season one is like 10 out of 10. Then I kind of kept being like to myself, Jesus, why is there only two seasons? Then I watched the missing season two. And although Keely Hawes is fantastic yeah. and there are parts that are really good, the storyline is a bit too wild. I haven't rewatched that one. I don't know if I'll bother. I love wild things, but like basically Keely Hawes is the mum. Her daughter is a teenager. She goes missing when she's like 11 and then she reappears a few years later. But the big question is, is it actually her daughter? Oh yeah, that rings a bell now. Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ, lads. Is there something to do with a shed in a back garden? Yes, there yes, is. Yeah. There is, thanks. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. But anyway, it's a bit turned, but you know in the first season the way they jump back in flashbacks and you've to kind of try and figure again, out. took me three episodes to realise what's it's, happening. It's quite simple in the first season and <laughs> that it's his, just his hair a very subtle and, and his limp right yes. whereas in the second season there's a few things like I mean one minute he's in Iraq yeah then he's not well right. I just was <laughs> confused so I, I kind of started to be like oh right I kind of get why there were only two yeah. I would love if they came back and did another season of The Missing though it would be the perfect show for us to podcast okay Perfect. Right. Anyway, I loved it so much. Oh, and the man who was in, guys, um, the tourist. Oh, the tourist. Oh, my God. My Maddie mother was a nurse. It's mad fan work you, you people, people do. do. Mad fan work. <laughs> anyway. I'm actually snapping we didn't do a series on the tourist. Well, it's season. coming back, so, so we can do the tourist fun. season too. Yeah, we can. I didn't finish it, guys. I think I got to like the second last episode. I just watched the last episode. Oh, Rebecca. Do I finish know, it. It just went a bit wild. It and went wild I in the aisles. I do love that man, and I feel bad that I can't remember him as an actor. I think he's German. Anyway, he's in season two of The Missing. You just never know Go where people are going to pop up. Go back and finish The Tourist, will you? It's actually got a really good ending. You're gonna okay. Re- just there was one scene that everything went black Does and white this? and they were in a hospital and I went, this isn't for me. There was a musical number. I yeah. was like, I'm not sure. Well, if... the man was on LSD. Yeah, anyway. He loves singing, he does. He does. Uh, yeah, him in Belfast, so good. Oh, But I, I will go back and watch it. But anyway, The Missing, It's both seasons are right on Netflix now, so it's having a real revival. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you now what else I watched. And I didn't love it, that I won't men. lie. Severance. I watched that, Brandon. Now, so first of all, Obviously, it's... Well, I can't even say that... Okay, so spoiler alert if you haven't watched or finished Severance yet. I haven't. I'm not even really going to... Can you just explain to me what it's about? Do you know what? I can't spoil it because I can't fucking tell you what it's about. But what is it about? It's about these people who work in an office, right? It's about these people who work in an office, but we don't know where the office is, what the office does, what their work involves. Mm. And 
they have apparently voluntarily agreed to have their brains split so that when they leave the office, they can't remember work. And when they're in work, they cannot remember their outside lives. Interesting concept, but you hate this type of thing, right? Yeah, no, but I was very... Yeah, Brendan, this isn't you. No, but guys, I I was open to this, right? I was open to this. So I think it's, is there nine episodes maybe on Apple TV? And I was watching it, watching it, watching it. And it's it's very slow, but I had heard nothing but incredible reports about it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to stick with this because everyone kept going, oh, episode seven, wait till you get there. So I watched it with like really, like I was really curious and it was holding my attention, like all good. But like the series finished and we didn't get any answers. And for a show where you don't know where the people are, what the people are doing, blah, 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 blah. I understand that, like, you're kind of dragging us along, but give us some answers at the end. Like, for me, there was nada. So you were frustrated, but they'll probably do a season two. Of, well, there has it's to be a fucking confirmed. season two. Hannah, what did you think? So, you, first of all, you know, it's directed by Ben Stiller. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, I love this kind of thing. This would be my thing. I like a real weird mystery. And to be honest, Reb, like, when I was watching it, because you love the OA, yeah, and the back. OA was a real weird mystery, I bet you you'd like this. Mm, I might give it Even a go. Even though it is a bit like, remember when we were watching Dublin Murders and Brandon was going to flip if it ended up being, um, if it went you know, like sci-fi. magical or whatever? Yeah, yeah Supernatural. Supernatural, that's the word. This gives supernatural vibes, but like I think it's just like really far advanced tech, yeah. like more sci-fi. Yeah, I yeah, I, I really didn't get like supernatural Roman. vibes off it. Yeah. I, I kind of I could very ra- I could like rationalize the chip in the brain and I was like totally on board. I bought into all of that. My only issue you with just didn't it didn't like the ending. Well yeah, I'm like I've invested like however like nine hours of my life in this. I would like to come away, tease us, but don't get don't reveal all but give me something at the end. See, I thought the ending was exciting and really teased up season two, but I was happy with where it ended. I thought Patricia Arquette was an icon. I really liked Adam Scott in it. And I liked the disco party that they had and the fella that worked (laughs) in the office. That kind of made me laugh. But like, it's proper weird. Okay, yeah. well, listen, it's, it, if, if you're into something that's a little bit wacky, I'm not going to say it's like Lost, but Don it just Apple. sounds like it's like Lost. Like, it's I know what, Lost is probably a, a slightly more, well, l- let's not talk about the last season because that was just a heartbreaking disgrace, but that's probably <laughs> yeah. a little bit more rooted in reality than this is. This is fucking weird. Rooted in but reality, like, Anna. It was what? crazy. There was polar bears on that island at one point. I know, but yeah, like they could have been there. Like, what if a plane crashed and was carrying a polar bear and escaped? That's what I thought. Look, I'm a lost purist. I, I'll support it forever because it's my first like really favorite TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I would definitely recommend people watch Severance. It's on lots of people's like TV shows of the year. Like, it's very critically acclaimed. It's gonna it's win those awards, I'd say next yeah. year. Award, it's award vibes. Mm. Yeah, not for mm-hmm. Brenton though. Not for me. I won't be giving an award of mine. Um. Every week on this podcast, we're going to hear from a friend of the podcast who's going to recommend something for us all to watch. So they're going to tell us what they're watching. Now, this could be something which is brand new that none of us have ever heard of. It could be something that they have rewatched over and over for years and they just want to share what their favourite thing is with us. And the very first person, very first friend of the podcast to do this with us on Shrine of Telly is the lovely Dave Moore. Hi, guys. It's Dave Moore here. And... Yay, the podcast is back. Congratulations. Very exciting. Um, can I recommend a TV show for you guys to watch? Please go to Netflix and watch the show Stay Close. 
It's Harlan Coben. Now, he's done two or three other ones. They're absolutely brilliant. Safe, The Stranger. Uh, but Stay Close, I think, might be the weirdest and best of them all. It's like those shows, everything just seems so normal and suburban. And then all hell breaks loose and the universe unravels. And I think Stay Close is the best unraveling of all of the universes. Um, but also a slightly egotistical reason for me to recommend this show is because I did some music on it. Yes, I have a Netflix credit. Yay me! Uh, so the start of episode three, this particularly iconic scene, and you'll hear me not only writing and performing the music, but also singing, which is <laughs> a rarity. Uh, and there's a thing at the end of the, the series in episode eight as well, but I won't do, reveal that because that's a massive spoiler. Um, yeah, so there you go. Stay close on Netflix is my recommendation. Uh, and while I have you, if you wouldn't mind taking a listen to my new podcast with Neil Delamere, it's called Why Would You Tell Me That? It's available wherever you get your podcasts. So when you're finished this podcast, wait, don't. Don't get out of this podcast. Stay with this podcast. <laughs> and then later on today, drop into Why Would You Tell Me That? It's fun. It's mildly educational. And it's a bit of crack. So take a listen to that. And also, delighted the podcast back. Yay, guys. Aww, Aww. Dave. That was lovely. Thanks, Dave. Uh, the multi-talented Dave Moore there. Oh Radio gosh. host, podcast host with Neil Delamere. Why would you call me that? Uh, which has just started and it is excellent. It's really Definitely good. Give it a listen. It's really interesting. Yeah. And um, also like writing the music for Hard and Coben Stay Close. And guys, I watched that scene. Oh, it comes cool. out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it is so unexpected. There's two creepy characters. I mean, I won't say any more to spoil it for you, but the music fantastic the series is wild but if you like Harlan Coben and you like wacky theories it's the one for you and Harlan Coben has signed a 14 show deal with Netflix so Jesus is more where that came from would be yeah. flat out with the Harlan Coben uh, Hannah have you got some listener recommendations now yeah, I do. Can I just say I really like that new feature? We've called it voice note recommendations, but Rebecca on our show notes put down VN recommendations and I thought that stood for very nice recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that works. A very nice recommendation, Dave. Very nice. Very good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Um, Claudia Manning, she DM'd us on Instagram and she said, here we go again, discover the split because of Brendan. Binge season one and two in a week to be ready for season three. And she recommended that we try Grace Dot's in it. Yeah, Dot is in it. Uh, friend of the podcast, Craig Parkinson. How are you, pet? And she also recommended Yellow Jackets. Now, guys, I gave I Yellow Jackets a go off a recommendation of one of my best friends and I couldn't get into it. Oh, right. What's it about, Hannah? Because I've seen a few people talk about it. So I'm I'm pretty sure it's the one that's uh, set back in the 90s. So the soundtrack is absolutely brilliant. It's what we grew up with. It is a high school um, sports team of women on a plane that crashes onto an island. Oh, Jesus And all hell and flies kind of carry on. <laughs> and then they flash back and forward to what they were doing on the island to how traumatized they all are now. Oh, my God. Okay. Christina Ricci, isn't it? That's ex- that is the one, isn't it? Yeah, Yellow Jackets. Because there's another there's another show out at the minute with a similar title, and I keep getting confused. Um, another gorge recommendation we got via our email shrinepod at gmail.com just says watch Severance. It's from Jack Lester. Oh, hello Jack. to my favorite Sorry. Irish people. Thanks, Jack. He's buzzing that the podcast is back. Aww. Also, thanks. And he told us to watch Severance, which is on Apple TV Plus. He said it's not only the best show to come out this year in. Mon well regarded opinion but I think it would really suit your show as there's so many theories and strange parts to it which you can definitely discuss and theorize about I completely agree so Rab I think you should even give one episode of that a go I will Um, because I'm looking for something else now that I've binged the missing in two days (laughs) yeah I think try it and see because I just feel like because you love the OA so much um you might love that one okay and very quickly on to our last DM it comes from Lulu she said, happiness levels are so high, you're back. Anatomy of a scandal is a central view. And it's like she knew it was coming up in our new segment, which we've called Pure Drivel. And every week we're going to pick a show, which is Pure Drivel, a.k.a. absolute shite, but hooked to our veins. And our pick of the week for Pure Drivel this week is Anatomy of a Scandal. Oh, I yes. devoured it. Guys, I, I haven't too. watched it yet. Should I? Yes. It's- excellent. Yes. Really? Yeah, Why? Okay, so I was going to say it's excellent, but it's in the Pure Drivel section. Yeah. Oh, Brendan! Yeah. It is a, it is a affair. It is a, a potentially like a rape allegation. It's a court case. It's an MP. It's Sienna Miller being so posh, and every shirt she wears is seven hundred euro, and everyone has so much money. Okay, and oh, so yeah. restrained in how fucked their lives are, and it's just oh, it's delicious. It is delicious, and there's about I think there's nine episodes, and Michelle Dockery from uh, Downton Abbey oh, is yeah, in it yeah, as yeah. well, isn't she, Hannah? She's the lawyer. Yes, yeah, she is. I'm sorry, Brendan. I'm so surprised you haven't watched it yet. It's so right up your street. I know. I think I tur- I did turn on the first episode, but I definitely didn't finish it. It's kind of girl on the train vibes mixed with something else. And I don't know what, but okay. um, Rupert it's Friend It's really over well. the top. Like in one scene, this isn't a spoiler, but in one scene to so like express how taken aback Sienna Miller was about something that she just learned. Her character <laughs> fell through the floor. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You know, pour a large glass of wine, put your right, feet up and okay. just turn your brain yeah, off. An easy watch. Um, did you guys ever watch Homeland? I think it could be, oh, it's after the Brody era. Anyway. Oh, um, I gave up after Brody. Same. Did you? Well, Rupert Friend comes into Homeland and he used to play Quinn, who worked with oh, Claire yeah, Danes' yeah. character. And Rupert Friend is the husband of ah, Sienna Miller okay. in Anatomy of a Scandal. Um, and I just am a big Rupert Friend uh, fan. So, yeah, I watched the whole thing when I was isolating with COVID in one day. It's very easy to watch. Pure drivel. I hope it comes back for another season in some other maybe a different scandal maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. we can have anatomy of a different scandal yes um, iconic TV moment of the week are we all agreed that it is this lady 
Of course it is. Um, we are all absolutely obsessed with Spain's Eurovision entry. They came third in the competition this year. And uh, the song is called Slow Mo from a lady called Chanel, who is a Cuban Spanish singer. And I have watched her performance over and over again since Saturday night. And the shout out to the UK, energy. who did really well. The UK Second did place. really well. Spain were obviously amazing. I th- Spain, for me, were the winners. And they were the actual top of the leaderboard in Ireland from our jury vote. And Sweden were also really good. I really like their song as well. Yeah. But no. Um, she gave it everything. Oh, the energy from that. The energy from that. So and you, you were saying that I'm it was... I'm like obsessed with her guys. Yeah, you were saying, was it originally... A, the song was originally offered to J-Lo? Yeah, it was sent to J-Lo's people and apparently they just never responded. So I don't know if you could say J-Lo turned it down, but they just never responded. <coughs> Sorry. But uh, Graham Norton mentioned that during his commentary on um, Saturday night. But the thing I love about the song is that it's half Spanish, half English. Yeah. Uh, so good that for me was definitely the TV moment of the Hair week flips, we cannot chaps. touch on the Eurovision though without quickly saying that Derry Lipa was absolutely robbed from a place in the finals I thought we did really well with our entry this year guys. oh yeah Brooke and that's rich <laughs> we were absolutely robbed did yeah, you we say should... Derry Lipa yeah that's what we D- sorry I didn't hear yeah, Derry Lipa lol Gas. Yeah, we were robbed. It was up there with the energy of Spain, but I think just, yeah, it just wasn't our year. But fingers yeah. crossed for next year. Anyway, Chanel, slow-mo, if you're getting ready with the girls, heading for a night out, pop on an eyelash, pop on the Sally Hansen and blare that in the background. Yeah, YouTube It'll that. be on at the hand. A hundred percent. Yes, it will. Uh, strong female lead of the week. What a category uh, for me Guys, this are you week. loving our new category? Yeah, I strong so female funny. lead of the week. Uh, for me, has to be Tony Collette playing Kathleen Peterson in The Staircase, which is on now I think the first four episodes are available I think there's two more on the way they're coming out weekly uh, it tells the true story or tries to tell the true story of what people know of um, Michael Peterson this man accused of or suspected of murdering his wife by pushing her down the stairs did he did he not I think we still don't know. We don't know. And, uh, well. So Tony plays Kathleen Peterson, um, who is the victim. And I have never seen the documentary that came out a couple of oh years my God. ago on Netflix. It's amazing. So I'd never seen Hannah. So it's interesting to watch this kind of version of events because I think people have said before that the documentary didn't talk about Kathleen that much, whereas Tony Collette really gives her a voice. Yeah. He had a French documentary team follow him around from essentially the second it happened. But my only issue with this show is the documentary gives you so much access. There's nothing that this show has shown me that we don't really already Ooh. know. Other than, yeah, they are definitely bringing Kathleen to life a bit more than the documentary did. Yeah. But, um, but Surely the drama. Yeah. So I didn't finish the documentary. I turned it on for a short bit. But the drama, I think, shows you a little bit more behind the documentary and why it may have shown him in the light that it did show him, though. Yes, yes? it does. Yeah. It does. I might need to keep going with it. But guys, one of the famous, like the famous thing that came up in court that Michael Peterson tried to get himself off this murder charge with. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. his wife. Oh. <laughs> we haven't got that far in the drama yet. We haven't. It hasn't been shown yet. Okay, well, I'm excited for the L episode. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is it for our first episode of Shrine of Telly. Thank you uh, for uh, listening to us and thank you for continuing to support us. Um, we will be back again next Thursday. They're going to be out, uh, episodes will be out weekly on a Thursday. And as always, you can hear our episodes early by supporting us on patreon.com forward slash Shrine Pod. We'd love to hear what you are watching. Uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Shrine Pod as well. Please let us know uh, your ones to watch as well. And until next Thursday, ta-ta. See you Bye. now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.